Hello and welcome to CCI's podcast. CCI is short for Campaign for Christ International, and as the name implies, we indeed are campaigning for Christ. May His kingdom expand and His good news reach to all the ends of the earth. ever stop for a moment and ponder about the daily miracles of life? Like, for example, the budding of a beautiful flower, or the fact that this amazing and sturdy planet is suspended in the void of space at the exact distance from the sun to carry on life, or the fact that the universe is still expanding, or the birth of a child. All the process of conception is miracle after miracle. You realize this when you study and delve into the physiology of it. And yet, when you stare into the eyes of a newborn baby, it seems as if you could see whole galaxies in those eyes. It's wondrous. It's awesome. The psalmist says in Psalm 19, The heavens tell of the glory of God, and their expanse declares the work of His hands. Day to day pours forth speech, and night to night reveals knowledge. There is no speech, nor are there words. Their voice is not heard. And yet, he says, their line or sound has gone out into all the earth, and their words to the end of the world. Though it's not speech or literal sentences, God can speak to you through His creation. He can speak to you through the ordinary circumstances in your life. And oftentimes, He does miracles. Things we don't understand. Things we cannot explain. The Bible records many miraculous healings, like the one we're going to hear about today. And we have heard the testimony of many healings during the great revivals of this past century, like in Azusa Street in Los Angeles, like in Wales or the Hebrides or in Argentina, among other places. This is your host, Dr. Reyes, and in today's episode, Josiah always speaks of a miracle which is even greater than seeing a layman walk, or a mute speak, or a severe illness healed, or even a dead person be resurrected. To be born again is such a miracle. It's so divine to have your sins forgiven. Let's hear. I want to begin today with a story. It's a story of two men who were walking in the busy streets of a great city. They were going down a dusty road on their way to a prayer meeting. Their names were Peter and John. These two men of God had once walked with Jesus Christ. They had been his disciples. They had learned from the great master and teacher himself. And now, the great apostle Peter, filled with the Holy Spirit, came upon a lame man. A man who could not walk. A man who had been crippled since the day he was born. A man who was so desperate that he would beg for money as people walked by. And Peter looked down as he begged. And he told the lame man, I don't have any money. Silver and gold Have I none, but what I do have I give to you. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk. And the Bible says that immediately 
Immediately, the lame man was able to walk. A great miracle had happened in his body. His bones, his muscles, his nerves, all of them began to work as they should. Jesus had done a great thing in his life through the Holy Spirit. He was healed. Well, the people that were around, they began to notice. They saw this lame man who they had seen day after day. A man who had been there begging for years. They saw him walking. They saw that a miracle had occurred and news quickly began to spread around that part of the city. And people began to gather. And it didn't take long for people to realize that it was this Peter who had prayed and done this miracle for this man through the power of God. And before you knew it, there was a great multitude of people who had gathered before Peter. And so he took the opportunity and began to preach. He began to preach with passion, and the power of God was in his mouth. He began to proclaim the message of Jesus Christ with great boldness. This uneducated man, this man who had just been a fisherman by trade, who hadn't been famous, who hadn't done many great things in his life, but a man who Jesus had changed, a man who, was, who had been called by Christ Jesus and had walked with him, he had been given this great calling by Christ himself. And he had been filled with the Holy Spirit. And he began to preach. And I want to read a small part of this message for you today. One that I believe can, and I know, can change your life. Even today, a message preached 2,000 years ago can change your life even today. Because the Holy Spirit was preaching through him. And if you have a Bible, I'm going to ask you to turn to the book of Acts, the fourth chapter. The book of Acts, the fourth chapter, and we're going to read verses 10 and 12. And if you don't have a Bible, just listen. Listen very, very carefully at these words spoken by Peter. This is what he said after the lame man was healed. Let it be known to you all... And to all the people of Israel, that by the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, whom you crucified, whom God raised from the dead, by him this man stands here before you whole. Verse 12, nor is there salvation in any other, for there is no other name under heaven given among men by which we must be saved. Let me read that section one more time. Verse 10, let it be known to all of you and to all the people of Israel that by the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, whom you crucified and who God raised from the dead, by him, this man, speaking of the lame man, is made whole. This miracle occurred by the power of the name of Jesus Christ. But then he says, there's a greater miracle. A greater miracle that Jesus can do for you. He was preaching to that multitude 2,000 years ago, but he's preaching to you as well. He can do, Jesus can do a miracle in your life, a greater miracle than even, a, even healing a lame man. Nor is there salvation in any other. For there is no other name under heaven given among men by which you can be saved. The greatest miracle of all is that you can be saved. My message today is simple. It's that message that Peter preached 2,000 years ago. 
And that is that Jesus is the only way, the only way by which you can be saved. There is salvation in no other name under heaven. There is no other God. There is no other philosophy. There is no other religion. There is no other name under heaven given among men by which you can be saved. Salvation is only found in the person of Jesus Christ the Lord. He can save you. You say, save, save me from what? Save you from the penalty of sin that you deserve. The Bible teaches that all have sinned. All have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. You and I are wretched sinners before God. You and I deserve the penalty for our sin. You've told lies, haven't you? The Bible says that all liars will have their place in the lake of fire. You've looked with lust, committed immorality, The Bible says that all who commit such things will go to that place called hell. You've coveted. You've been filled with pride. Greed has been found in your heart. Hate. All of us have sinned. All the world, every single person in the world today has sinned before God. Others may not see your sin. Our family, our neighbors, those around us, they may not see the actions we've done, they don't see the the thoughts we've had. It may seem like you've gotten away with sin. But God sees. He sees every thought you've ever had. He sees everything you've ever done. He sees all of our sin. And you and I, we can't hide from God. Men and women, oh, they've tried it. So many people have tried to hide their sin from God all the way back from the beginning of time. When Adam and Eve had sinned and God came down, they tried to hide and cover their sin from God. But God knew what they had done, and he knows what you've done too. We deserve to pay the price for those sins. We can't hide them. And the Bible says that that price, the price for your sin and my sin, the Bible says is hell eternal death in that prison of hell. But there is one name given among men by which we can be saved from that place called hell, and that is through the name of Jesus Christ the Lord. Jesus Christ alone can save you from your sin and the penalty of sin. You may be asking, why is it only through Jesus? Why is it only that one Person, that one name by which I can be saved. And that's because Jesus is the only person who's paid the penalty, the consequence for our sin. The Bible teaches that God, God, who created the birds of the air, the fish of the sea, God who cast the stars into the vast universe, stars that number more than the sands of the sea. God, who through the power of his word created universes, God became a little baby. He was born as a human being. He worked hard and lived a normal life as a carpenter. And then, near the end of his life, he began to preach and teach God in the person of Jesus. And then he was captured 
He was spit upon. He was mocked. He was ridiculed. He was struck over the head. He was tied to to a wooden post and beaten almost to death with blood pouring from all parts of his body. A crown of thorns was placed upon his head and he was marched to a place called Golgotha with a cross. And he was nailed to that cross, his hands and feet pierced. And there he died. God died as a man, the most horrible death one could imagine. But you know that was God's plan all along? That was God's plan before he created you and me. All of this, all the suffering of the cross was foretold in the scriptures long before Jesus was ever born. Because it was God's plan all along, hundreds and even thousands of years before Jesus' life, it was told that he would bear the penalty, the consequence for our sin, that he would become the criminal in our stead. Isaiah, the great prophet, wrote hundreds of years before Jesus' life in Isaiah 53, 5, that he would be pierced for our transgressions, pierced by the nails of that cross. The prophet and sweet psalmist David wrote in Psalm 22, they pierced my hands and feet, speaking of Jesus. And the psalm even says that they would cast lots for his garment, which we read about in the New Testament. Hundreds and thousands of years, time and time again, the prophets wrote of what Jesus would do because it was God's plan all along. He knew what he would have to do to save you and me. But it was also God's plan to be raised from the dead. Jesus Christ, the Bible says, was in that grave for three days and three nights. But God raised him up. His heavenly Father raised him up from the dead. And today the Bible says that he is seated at the right hand of the throne of God. And the Bible says that the angels are before him crying, Holy, holy, holy is the lamb that was slain, slain for you and me. And the beasts and the elders worship him because he has redeemed the world. He has given away that you and I might have our sins forgiven. And the Bible says that to him, every knee is going to bow and every tongue is going to confess that he is Lord. All of Adam's race, every human being that has ever lived and is living today, will bow the knee before Jesus, seated at the right hand of the throne of God. He's alive today. He's risen from the dead. He's defeated sin. He did it because He loves you. The Bible says, I have loved you with an everlasting love. Jesus loves you. That's why he was willing to pay that price. That's why he became the criminal in our stead. That's why he died on that cross. The Bible says, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever, that means anyone, whosoever believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. God in heaven, He loves you. He sent Jesus 
His only begotten Son to die on the cross for you and for me. And that's why there is no other name given among men by which we can be saved. It is only through Jesus. Throughout human history, men and women have sought the answers. How can my sin be taken away? How can I be cleansed? How can the wrong, the errors, the bad things, the sins that I have done be cleansed? Who is God? What is God like? What will happen to me when when I die? When this life is past? How can I be forgiven? There was a time long ago when God overlooked it. The Bible says these times of ignorance God has overlooked. But now commands all men everywhere to repent. Now he calls all the world to repent and put their trust in Jesus' work on that cross. I've done that in my life. I've believed. I believe today that Jesus Christ died on that cross for me and that he rose again. And I've repented of my sin. I've turned from my sin and I've chosen to follow Jesus as my Lord. And I can tell you it's the greatest decision I've ever made. I've been filled with a joy. The joy of salvation. The joy of knowing that my sins are forgiven. I didn't deserve it. But my sins are forgiven. And when I die, I'm going to have everlasting life because God did a great, merciful, and gracious thing for me by taking my sin upon Himself. I have the joy of of His presence, the joy of being near to Him in prayer, in worship, feeling Him close to me. I have a peace, a peace that passes understanding, a peace that Jesus promised His disciples, and He can give to you today. Oh, sure that believing on Jesus and repenting of your sin and choosing to follow Jesus as your Lord, it it will come with trials. Jesus said, if you follow me, you have to take up your cross. It may be that putting your faith in Jesus, believing that Jesus died for you is going to make your family and your friends, your neighbors ridicule and mock you and persecute you. There will be trials and tribulations in choosing to follow that name of Jesus, choosing to believe in Him, but He promises to be near you. He promises to give you His Holy Spirit, to guide you, to comfort you, to be with you in those times, to give you a peace and joy within, even when outward circumstances are so difficult. And if you'll receive Him today, it's not going to solve every one of your problems. But it'll save you from hell and give you everlasting life. And it'll give you a hope and a purpose and a joy that you can have and you can find in no other. It'll give you everlasting life. Life both now in this earth and life to come in eternity. You know that you can receive Him. You can have your sins forgiven right now. Even as you're watching me at this time, you can turn to Jesus and He 
can give you everlasting life right now. The Bible says you must believe and confess with your mouth that Jesus died on the cross for you and rose again. Will you do that now? Will you tell God, I believe that you died for me and I believe you rose from the dead? And will you repent of your sin? Will you turn away from any other God, any other sexual sin, any other desire in your heart that you're seeking after contrary to, to the will of God? Will you repent of the life that you've been living and follow Jesus as your Lord and Savior? If you do, He'll forgive you of your sin right now. He'll cleanse you and make you a new person within. He do, he'll do that because He loves you. As you're watching right now, those of you who are feeling within, you're feeling a drawing to do this, a desire. You're feeling like you have to do this right now. That's the work of the Holy Spirit in your life. Respond to that call. Respond to God. Confess with your mouth and believe in your heart that Jesus died on the cross and rose again for you and repent of sin. Receive Him as your Lord today. There's no formula on how to do it. But just pray a prayer. And if you do it with sincerity, He's going to do a great miracle. A miracle greater than even causing a lame man to walk. He'll do a miracle on the inside. Just say, Lord Jesus, I believe in you. And I repent of my sin. Dear Lord, we come before you today and ask that anyone watching right now that that desires their sins to be forgiven, that you would do a great miracle in their life, that you would cleanse them of their sin even as they repent, that your Holy Spirit would come upon them, that you would do a great miracle in their life, that you would give them the joy and the peace that you have promised those who believe in you, we thank you so much. So much we thank you for dying upon the cross, taking the punishment of sin that we deserved. We thank you that, God, you raised Jesus from the dead and he is seated at the right hand of your throne. We thank you that you knew that when you created us, you were going to do this. It'll take all of eternity to praise and worship you. And we're never going to come to a place where we can pay you back for what you've done. We just give you thanks and surrender our lives to you. And pray your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. We pray in the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Please stay tuned for more of Josiah Alway in future episodes here on CCI's podcast.
If you would like to know more about this ministry, please visit our website at cci.life. You can find our videos at cci.tv.org and on streaming platforms like Vimeo and YouTube. This is Campaign for Christ International, preaching the gospel, helping the sick, and praising the Lord.